Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. We're talking music therapy on this Wellness Wednesday. Dr. Lotta, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for availing yourself. Welcome. Oi, I'm struggling to hear Dr. Lotta. Now, it's a little bit tricky because she's in our Pretoria studios. Controls are coming from Johannesburg and we are in Durban. So I'm going to try again, Dr. Lotta, if you can hear me, say I can hear you. Good afternoon, Ayanna. Ah, there you are. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon to you and your listeners. And thank you for having me on your show. Thank you so much. I can imagine it's a little bit disconcerting because there's just so many things going on and you must be just wondering, what in the world have I gotten myself into? Well, fortunately, as music therapists, our strength is to improvise. So um, you fire away. I love that. Thank you so much. Let's start by defining music therapy. What is it? What does it mean? So music is a universal medium that is accessible to all individuals and yet at the same time is highly personal and highly specific to personal and cultural experience. And so music therapy is the clinical application of music with a range of client groups which span from children through to adults and it's the use of specific clinical music techniques in order to address goals such as social, emotional, psychological, spiritual, and cognitive clinical goals. Mm -hmm. Is it a science, um, a well-developed field of study, a a theory? Maybe you can just uh, expand on on how much it has evolved and how entrenched it is in, uh, I suppose, our our journals and uh, science. So the um, field of music therapy, although in South Africa is relatively new, we have been running the training program at the University of Pretoria since 1999. As an international field of study, um, it has been in existence since um, about the 1950s and 60s. And so there are a number of very well established international music therapy journals that have documented research over the years. Um, So it is a very well-established field internationally, and it's growing, of course, and emerging in South Africa. Mm -hmm. Now, is this linked to how, you know, if if you're a pregnant mom, you're told to play classical music for the baby to hear, um, and people then say, you know, this will help the child to develop more um, in terms of their thinking capacity. Is, Is there a link to that, or is that just a myth? That's not essentially, um, you know, how we practice music therapy, although there's certainly Mm -hmm. merit in that. Um, I think it's more complex than that. Um, So music is not really prescribed um, as a kind of formulaic one-size-fits-all approach. Mm -hmm. Um, It's rather in the context of a therapeutic relationship where the needs of any given client, you know, from across the range of client groups, are assessed and then a treatment plan is is really designed in order to meet the needs needs of the client. So certainly one can um, suggest music that could be listened to, for example, by a pregnant woman. Um, But it is certainly not something that is formulaic because we all come to music uh, in different Mm -hmm. ways and we all respond to music in different ways. 
And so you and I could listen to the same piece of music and respond quite differently. And so that is why it is slightly more complex than that. So how would it work if I were to, you know, um, decide I would like to try this out as a, perhaps a, a method of healing, whatever my, my ailment may be, would I first have to go for a consultation and then after I tell you what my favorite songs are, how, how do you practice? So first of all, um, we would assess why you have come for therapy um, mm -hmm. and that would need to be uh, stated by yourself um, and we would then together with you um, decide on what your personal goal would be in seeking therapy. Um, it may be linked to your favorite music or it may not be linked to your favorite music because sometimes our favorite music um, brings up only that which is familiar and so mm -hmm. sometimes when we work with music that is unfamiliar to the client it can of course bring up um, other emotional material, other associations that may not be um, in the conscious you know, world of the client. So music, both familiar and unfamiliar, um, from a listening perspective, as well as music that is used in improvisation. So sometimes we will actually make music with our clients who do not require any previous musical experience, but it's a means of them um, using the making of music to perhaps embody their feelings or their thoughts or part of their experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, it brings to to one the, the, the question of which particular songs are universal, if there is such a thing. And I'll tell you why I say this. You know, many people will uh, say that Adele, for example, as a musician, is just the queen of brokenhearted people. And, and she knows how to capture uh, the essence of heartbreak and get you depressed just by listening to her, even if you're not going through a heartbreak, you know. And um, uh, others will come and say, yes, she does this because her songs are maybe in E major or E minor and that is a chord that is known to pull at the heartstrings of any person listening to it. So, you know, people will come with music theory and say if, if anybody plays a song in this particular key, that is 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 the effect of that key and that's and that's the outcome. So I would like to know then, you know, are they those basic what is it? Those basic rules that say, you know, these kind of songs will reveal this in any human being or does it's just a, it's different? It's not a one size fits all, as you said. I think what's complicated about that is, um, you know, even if you take yourself personally, you could listen to a particular song today um, being in a specific space and in six months time being perhaps in a difficult or a different emotional space, listen to the same piece of music and have a different response to that. Mm -hmm. So um, what we do know is um, that there are particular pieces of music and the way in which music is structured, which may perhaps bring about an emotional response um, that may be nurturing or that may be calming or that may be soothing simply because of how the music is structured and take another piece of music that is structured slightly differently which might bring up um, more difficult emotions. So there certainly is some science in that. Um, there's a field of music therapy known as guided imagery and music and that is really based on the very careful selection of music, music listening, um, specifically with the intention of working on particular 
particular goals um, with a client. And so mm. that, that comes to it with some sort of assumption that this particular piece of music or program of music will be able to meet those needs. But I really want to reiterate that it's not necessarily always the case yeah. and yeah. that that piece of music may, may evoke something completely different. Yeah. Doc, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I really want to delve a little bit deeper as to what is it about a song that is able to bring about physical healing or physical comfort? You know, is it um, a case of, you know, mind over matter? Is it a case of what you set your mind to achieve? You'll achieve, you know, the placebo effect, what you believe in will, will sort of bring about physical healing. So, you know, what, what is it? Is it, wavelengths you know I'm, I'm not sure maybe you'll give me a more <laughs> more informed answer what is it about a song that is able to to go through the, the the spiritual or the emotional and tap into the physical and change things so let's uh, see if we can maybe probe a little bit deeper when it comes to that in just a moment it's seven minutes to two life happens with ayanda ali Payne. weekdays one to three p.m all right, it is now what uh, six minutes uh, to two. Doc, let's quickly speak about what we touched on a, a moment or two earlier. Just uh, speaking about um, how music is able to transcend um, that which we cannot see and come and affect what is before our very eyes. You know, if someone is is dealing with physical pain, how can how can music help in that way? Well, I think, um, you know, first of all, to say that there are studies which show that, you know, if different frequencies are played, they have played this through matter such as sand and water, it is very clear that when different frequencies are played, um, there are different patterns that are created in the sand or in the water. So we do know that sound impacts matter. Um, but, you know, when it comes to working with human beings, we're working with more than the physical. So we're working with a combination of the physical and the emotional and the psychological. Um, and so I think we really need to understand that the application of music as a therapeutic medium is really working with the whole person. When it comes to um, working with pain, um, it is known that music... Um, works according to what is known as the ISO principle. So the intensity of the music used um, is used to match perhaps the intensity of the pain that is experienced. Mm -hmm. And so it is at times a myth to think, for example, if somebody is experiencing physical pain or even emotional pain in the form of anxiety, that only to play music which is soft and soothing is going to be the healing factor. Whereas in actual fact, what may happen is that music, which is um, quite intense in its form and structure, um, may be more effective in matching the physical pain or the emotional pain that's manifested, for example, in anxiety. Mm, mm. Very quickly before we run out of time, uh, can we touch on the World Congress of Music Therapy? Quite exciting. 21 years since the inception of music therapy in the country, we're, we're going to see uh, music therapy being discussed. I know that the last time it was held, it was held in Japan. Uh, it's now coming to South Africa. Tell us more. Excited to be hosting the very first um, World Congress of Music Therapy on the continent of Africa. Um, and yes, music therapy has been in South Africa at the University of Pretoria for 21 years, but there have been stirrings of music therapy um, going back quite a number of years um, mm. more informally. 
Um, so the Congress of Music Therapy is going to be hosted by the University um, of Pretoria from the 7th to the 11th of July. We are working very strongly in partnership with the city of Chwani and the Gauteng Tourism Department. Our um, partners are Music Works in Cape Town and the um, Chwani School of Music. The South African Music Therapy Association is the local um, organizing host and the World Federation of Music Therapy is the international host. And so those four days are going to be filled with international and local music therapists sharing research theory and practice. We want to use that time to welcome and dialogue and collaborate with international music therapists. And we also want to use that time to celebrate indigenous knowledge and uh, mm. traditional healing systems as well. So we're very excited about the fact that it won't just be music therapists at the Congress, but that we are also wanting art practitioners, community practitioners, music educators, arts therapists um, to attend and to be part of this conversation. Hmm. Tell me a bit more about the theme, polyrhythms of music therapy. So polyrhythms is a term that really um, it means two rhythms playing um, against one another, but together. And so it's a musical term that denotes um, many rhythms simultaneously played. And mm -hmm. so we really want to think about the fact that what we're inviting to this Congress is the distinct voices of diversity that we can really engage with together and that we can be different together and that we can have a practice of music therapy internationally that can have different cultural expressions that can be context sensitive. Oh. Um, and so that is what is really exciting about having it in Africa for the very first time. I love it. That it can be symbiotic and mutually mm. beneficial for mm -hmm. all those involved. Absolutely mm. incredible. I mean, no one can deny the power of music. I mean, you think back in our uh, days in South Africa of struggle and how music was able to unite uh, those who were fighting against injustice to the point where it could help them to, to, to face, you know, danger and even death and do so valiantly because they knew that they were a unit because of the songs that they sung, you know, that were stirring. In their yeah. hearts, such passion for the cause. Then you've got uh, sangomas, you know, when they beat the drums and they transcend into another mm. life, mm. you know, their level of spirituality, or even the church hymns. When you sing a hymn, I mean, for me, especially if I sing it in uh, an indigenous language, it, it, oh my goodness, it just pulls at the heartstrings. It goes deeper to a level of, of knowing and reckoning where you touch uh, the uh, deities, you know, so the power of music absolutely cannot be denied. Before I let you go, what would your last words be? I mean, to South Africans um, who maybe want to, to get a hold of you, those who, who need some sort of healing or some sort of intervention that would require music therapy, what would your last words be? So I would say if you require music therapy, please get hold of us through the South African Music Therapy Association. There are the names of various music therapists from across South Africa. Um, you can contact me at the University of Pretoria, carol.lotter at up.ac.za. And certainly in terms of Congress information, you are welcome to contact me. We would love to see a diverse group of local people attend the conference. And that even includes scholars. If you are interested in, the, in music therapy as a career, come and join our Congress for a day or two. You would be most welcome. 
Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for your time, Dr. Lotta. Dr. Carol Lotta there. She's given out her information. If all else fails, just Google South African Music Therapy. All the information will be there for you. It is now a minute after two.